0: You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that features three expert mentors who empower and inspire people like yourself to trust their inner voice, promoting awareness along their spiritual journey.
1: Today on The Psychic Jam, we are discussing how to cope with world events and conflict. So I'm joined with my co-hosts Jay Lane and Liz Throp and you know we just wanted to discuss some tips and advice on how to cope when the world is in conflict
2: mm. and
1: you know like it's it, it, it is. The world is in conflict. So I feel like this is a, a very good topic, especially for people who are sensitive to energy. You know, we've got our empaths out there trying to absorb everything and heal everything and carry it. Um, so, you know, Liz, just in terms yeah. of your perspective on this, what are some of the things that you can offer that will help and, and what do you do to cope with this?
2: So um, yeah, this is definitely, I consider this a hot topic because I think anybody who is sensitive, um, who is an empath is going to absolutely feel and absorb everything that's going on in the world right now. And for the most part, most of us don't even realize why we're feeling so down or blue uh, or even angry at some points when, uh, you know, when everything that's going on in the world could just be making us feel so depressed. And so um, you know, first and foremost, be conscious if you are an empath that the conflicts that are rising around the world uh, definitely are having an impact on you. So um, first and foremost, one of the first things that I do in, and I know you girls do this too, because we were talking about it, is we, in, instead of sending anger, because that is the first go-to reaction for every human, right? We get angry, we get disappointed in, in uh, leaders in the world. We get frustrated by what's happening. Um, and, and we see these atrocities. Uh, for those of us that watch the news, I'm one of those. I will um I will watch the news and I, I almost feel like I need to be in the know um for world like for the world events. Um so when when you're somebody like me who's an empath who watches the news, you really have to stay grounded and you really have to be conscious that sending out love instead of anger, instead of hate, instead of frustration, is the only um the only plausible thing to do. So I can I can give you a, a great example, guys, about uh uh a conflict that happened, you know, just just in my in my own backyard. You know, that's with a neighbor that is residing right beside me. And the conflict was that uh, over the summer, she had three small children, very small children, um, all under five. And this woman would put these kids outside in the summer right from like early, like the crack of dawn, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning until the wee hours of the night, like, uh, like 30, 8 o'clock at night. Now, these little babies were coming in and out of the house. You could hear the door slamming, but they were outside playing, which... In my estimation children should be outside so there was no conflict with that but they were angry children there weren't they were not being cared for by their mother correctly i could hear the mother screaming and yelling at them all the time now initially i would hear like in the first few days of this when this person moved in next door i could hear other neighbors going you know yelling out (laughs) from their backyards Expletives, you know, like deal with your kids or deal, you know, how we've heard people yell about the people's dogs barking too much or whatever. So just kind of get the idea. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of swearing coming from that backyard and, and a lot of it was coming from little children. So it was just a really unsettling situation. So my initial reaction was, should I call somebody? Um, should I, you know, how should I deal with this? Should I go talk to her? How should I deal with this? And my, my, you know, my initial reaction was anger, sadness, overwhelm, blah, blah, blah. You name the the emotion, and it immediately hit me within about you know a day or two, that I needed to call on like healing angels for this mother to be able to reconnect with her babies because she had been so dis- disassociated from her kids. This is why they were running roughshod and not being cared for correctly. I never heard her outside playing with the children. Um, they were always beating each other up. It was quite a sad situation. So long story short, I sat out in the backyard and I called on all my healing angels that I could think of and I sent them next door. And I sent them to all the neighbors that had conflict with this person. And what happened was all of a sudden I hear the mother come outside and she's like, hey guys, who wants to play hide and go seek in a very calm soft feminine voice, which I had never heard this woman speak with the whole, the whole, I think it was four or five days she had been living there. And with that, the kids were like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's do it, mom. And I heard laughter for the first time in the backyard. And that was within minutes of me sending the angels over. And it's a good reminder that, you know, people are going to upset you. People are going to frustrate you. People are going to do atrocious things and you can't control that. You can never control what others do, just like the world events and the conflicts and the wars that are happening in the world. You can't control that. And, you know, you may want to pick a side because you see, you know, one side doing one thing or the other. The bottom line is picking a side is only adding to the negative energy. What you need to do is you need to send out love to all sides, send out, you know, resolution, conflict resolution, send out um, thoughts and ideas to support and help them stop using weapons and killing people in order to get their point across to me that's going to send out you know a far greater impact than any anger repression sadness overwhelm that you're going to be able to do because all you're doing when you do that is you're adding to the problem so i'm going to bring it over to you jay because i know you and i have a a a similar thing that we follow Without saying any names, but uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on that? You know, it's
0: true. Like we we have the same interest in certain subjects, but with me, you know, recently there was a travel advisory that was put out, you know, not to travel to certain areas in the world. And of course, one of them was the U.S. because of the heightened gun violence that's been there recently. And, you know, it breaks my heart because it's affected me. Um, To the point where I don't want to be in that situation, I don't want to be anywhere where there's negative conflict, um, arguments, guns, hatred, that kind of thing. And it all boils down to what I used to do. I I worked in policing and professional standards, but I've been held up. I was held up back in 1997, and the thought of gun violence scares me. It's affected me. So what I do is I stay away. And not that I don't want to go to the U.S. because I do, and I have some wonderful friends there, and they assure me it's very safe. But the thing is, when you're a visitor, you're out and about, you're in malls, you're in different places, and all of these things happen in these areas. So I stay away from those as much as I possibly can. And what I do is I still visit the U.S., but in different ways, through webcam, through telephone. I still connect with those you know, that that needs services. Now, when we talk about, you know, staying away from conflict, we deal with conflict every day with our clients. But we're talking about like huge conflicts. And you know, it's funny, because my husband's um, involvement with the military goes back in his family many, many years, his father was a fired fighter pilot, he uh, flew, um, you know, uh, he, he flew jets, and he's been all over the world. My husband's lived in Germany and France, all over the place. And he said that he was always on alert. And I didn't understand that. And, you know, living with him, I understand it now. And so when you're under alert like that all the time, you're always worried and when i look at the news and i see the stress on these people's faces i start to feel their pain i have to turn it off i have to go for a walk i have to turn on music to raise my vibration because right away i put myself in that situation and what would i be doing and then i am so thankful for my life and like you liz i send a lot of love out i'll send them love understanding resolution for the problems that they're having, whether it's overseas, US, Canada, wherever these problems may be going on. And I tune the world out. I hate to say it, but I I do in that respect. I try to keep to very positive, um, you know, news, things that will make me feel better, you know, and and we're always going to have these conflicts. But when I was watching TV with my husband the other night, I realized that these conflicts have been going on for years. They're just at a different level now because we're more advanced in technology and the way that wars are fought. And so the thing is, we're always going to have these types of conflicts, whether it's here, whether it's in another country, but you're so right, Liz, it's to, you know, tune it out the best you can and just to really center yourself in positive energy and a higher vibration and it's kind of what works for me but i mean you know i don't know about you guys but i wake up in the morning thinking about these things because there's so much of it going on there are so many conflicts everywhere and then mm-hmm. of course then i'll i, start, do.
2: You know, I do too
0: Yeah, I do. I start to think about it right away. And so right away, I just center myself in that positive energy and I go, okay, you know what, today's going to be a better day for the whole world. Today's going to be a better day for you, for me, for everybody. And then I start to like send out love, I envision this beautiful green light enveloping the whole world. And oh, I get goosebumps when I think about it. So that's kind of how I deal with that stress. And I do see a lot of people that come to me with these stresses because I'm not the only one that travels for my job. There's a lot of people that do and Mm -hmm. they have the same type of fears, but it's always to point them to. Hey, you know what, when you get there, you're probably going to have a fantastic time. Think of the things you're going to do. Think of the wonderful things that you have to look forward to, rather than the what ifs. And the what ifs for me are fear, the preconceived thoughts of things that haven't happened yet. You don't want to attract that. You don't want to manifest that. So you have to think that you're going to be okay. And so I usually send off all my clients with that really positive energy and thought energy so that they feel more centered in what they have to do. Because some people have no choice. They they have to travel. I have a choice. I don't have to take certain jobs if I don't want to. And so I choose to just kind of tune out to that and just stay in my little bubble and just try to keep that energy up so that I can help other people that, that need it. Amber, I hear you. I hear you going, uh-huh.
1: Uh, yeah Uh it's a heavy topic like honestly you know at the beginning you guys were saying oh I don't you don't like this topic I'm like you're you're right I hate it (laughs) I hate hate this topic because it brings up all the things that you know we're out of control of like we sit here and we're very privileged to be in in Canada in our homes and you know we're very privileged in that way and yeah, maybe through our family members that have experienced conflict and war and um, traumas and whatever else, we get little glimpses of it. But it is—I don't know—like I, I, I can't be the only person that feels like it's hard to, like, swallow and breathe when you think of these things. Like it's—it's it's overwhelming. And the—the um, the thing that I do know is that. I'm not going to feed into the fear. Like, I'm not going to change the way that I want to live, whether it's my last day or not, because of somebody else's inner conflict that they're creating hatred in the world. So I am very aware that this stuff is happening in the world, but I also do not allow it to consume my experience because it's not my experience. Like, we're, we're talking about this stuff from the outside perspective of like we're outside looking in but we have no idea what the people who are actually in it every single day who've lost their home who've lost their money who've lost their children and family members and like whatever we can't understand it and so I think that that's part of the thing that keeps me grounded is yes we are living in a time that we are witnessing these things these things are actively happening but in my perspective in my life they're not happening to me the way that they're happening to the people that are experiencing it firsthand and so I have to remember when I'm when I'm managing my body mind and soul like keeping myself balanced I have to remember that like I can't get too consumed by this, And become depressed or ungrounded because they're not it's it's not happening to me that way so my perspective of this is going to be different is what i'm saying so so that is something that actually keeps me very mentally balanced in this case because i'm going to have to deal with it differently when it does come to my doorstep and that's that's how i feel like is is helping me balance and, you know, my husband said the other day, he said, you know, somebody, and, and don't quote me on this because I don't, I don't know if I was fully listening to him, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably was fully listening, but maybe he just didn't say, I don't know. Selective listening. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> that what <we> call it? <laughs> he said um, that somebody came into a bowling alley. And shot up the whole place, like filled with families and teenagers and, and you know, people like just came in and just shot it up. And I I remember him saying it because it hit me in the heart, but I just don't remember where he said on the planet it happened. But and I just thought to myself, I was like, you know, the people that are just going in and having an activity and doing something fun and then they and then they're worried about that or our children going to school and worried about, you know, a school shooting and stuff like that. To me, what, what it does, like how I cope with these things is, A, the perspective, what I just said. It's not happening directly to me, so I have to manage that. And then B, <clears throat> what is it showing us in terms of where we are lacking as as humans and individuals? Like, you know, in terms of school shooting, are there things that could have been prevented in terms of bullying, um, supportive services? Like, are there things that we could be doing better as humans to support one another to start to nurture people from a very young age so that we don't have so many people that are so angry and filled with hatred and motivated by power and just pure evil in some cases like not all people are that do bad things are evil Uh, let's clear that up there are some people that are evil that do bad things and there's some people that are evil that do good things but when you have that it boils down to what can we be looking at not not let's focus yes there's going to be a team of individuals who are going to be focused on how to cope with the actual imminent danger like there's going to be people out there right now maybe military something like that that are that are being tasked with let's subdue this risk this this it's so upsetting but then when you have also people like me who are sitting back and tasked with how can what can we do to prevent these things from happening what can we do to get so that you know our children and our children's children aren't necessarily dealing with things this way and i truly believe that we've learned so much since world war ii because we have and also we haven't at the same time but progress isn't something that's one and done and it's not something that happens in a snap of a finger so we also have to know that these conflicts in the world are here to challenge us to be better people and and out of that comes the evolution so we we do have that and I think I'm doing ABC for some reason. I'm not really sure, but C, my my third point <laughs> is inner peace. <laughs> see, this conversation's got me a little like yeah, it is. Termo- it's overwhelming. It's termo- an overwhelming. I don't conversation. like it. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about it, but I like in terms of just the awareness and identifying because I feel like we should be learning from things, but I just am a fixer. I want to go in and be like, this shouldn't be happening and this has to be fixed and it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. So that's it. Controlling your ex- expectations too. Like you can't just, you know, I have someone very close to me that this wasn't my C point, by the way, but I'll get back to that. So there's like a B point one. Um, anyways, so when we get to this point <laughs> that I've got people in my life that I'm really close to that are indigos. They're so warriors, right? They they are here to challenge the people to be better, to do better. They're here to support the underdog. They're here to say, uh, I'm not like oppositional, but I am not going to just do what you're telling me to do because you think that I should, you know? And so I have an Indigo that I'm very, 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 very close to. And they, their automatic thing is this is because of this and this shouldn't happen because of that and blah 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 blah. and then it it, because I'm an empath I'm very like triggered by that because I feel like that's not helping like it doesn't help like for me it's it's not helping to hear what people think should be done because unless you're willing to like take steps to get something to change then this conversation is is feeding into it like it feeds into it so it's now creating more conflict and more stress and more ungroundedness anyway my third point was going to be inner inner peace right so when we do our own work when we when we focus on our own self we can get to a space where we are at um, I guess a peaceful place, even though we have, you know, maybe our own demons that we're constantly up against. But when we're OK with that and we're working through it and we're willing to to go inward and, and see what it is that we're contributing to, when you're at a space where you have inner peace, then you're able to make decisions and choices better when you're in the face of adversity, when you're in the face of conflict. And so for me, as long as I feel like I'm balanced and I have inner peace, then I can make better decisions and I can cope better and I can overcome things and, um, you know, bounce back. So I think just those are my four points that I wanted to make of just like being really able to just witness what it is that's happening within yourself what's happening as a result and within other individuals that are contributing to this and then also to not let evil win not to not let evil control what you're willing to do in your life like be aware of it and you know bring your vibration up by doing the good things but don't feed the fear and I think on the last note just you know mother Teresa said it best don't quote me because I'm paraphrasing but you know, don't ask me to come to an anti-war protest, ask me to come to a peace rally and I will be there because mindset and intention is going to activate the law of attraction. For saying anti-war, all the universe is hearing is war, for saying peace, the universe is hearing peace. Beautifully put. I'd like to
2: add one last little thing and I kind of alluded to it when I was, when I started the conversation. And that is at the end of the day, the only control we have in this lifetime is control of self. So other people's actions and their reactions to actions are you have zero control over that. But the control you do have is your reaction and and your and the action that you take. So to you know reiterate what you've both said at this point. Um, the only control is sending out love. And if you if you don't want anger or re- uh, conflict or sadness or overwhelm, send out love. Send out love to self. Send out love to those that are in the conflict. And, and by doing so, you will support your own healing.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Sabre. Well, ladies, this was a topic that we needed to have a discussion about. And I'm glad that we did. But you're not alone out there, especially if you are highly sensitive to energy, your psychic, whatever you identify yourself as, we do process these types of things very personally and at a different, um different and unique way than maybe other people do. And and everyone is is individualized, right? So if you have any questions or need support or want to have a conversation, please reach out to us at thepsychicassociates.com. We'd be happy to to connect with you and we have resources and things to support your personal spiritual journey so that you can look inward. Until next time, we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening in. If you liked our podcast or would like to learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicassociates.com or visit us on our socials on Facebook or Instagram at The Psychic Associates.